The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Colvic Darksy. I'm a half arts cleric. I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dark seed. Shakes. I am Melvin Hartney. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people in psycho. I drink to forget, and I fight to remember. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Striped Romper. Feeling stupid as ever. Guys, this is really embarrassing. Down is it? goes Booger. <laughs> Yeah, one minute is ten fucking rounds, man. That's a long time to just sit there and get molested by a school. Or by your friends. That's what would happen. And my hot rolling continues. Kovic, how you doing over there, bud? Um, I've seen better. I've seen better. And I got my eye on those red cracks. You're going to go bomb. <laughs> I'm supremely lazy, and uh, these cracks look mighty comfortable to be lazy in. You can pay anyone to do anything in fantasy medieval time. There is still the crypt in front of you. Charge our asses right in there. Are you here for your reward? I can let you down there, but only if you answer my super riddle. And we don't get the delicious treasure or whatever. So if we don't do a riddle, we're not getting the delicious treasure anyway. Well, I'm just saying, we're we're just trying to... Fine. Fucking pick whatever box you want. <laughs> so we know that teeth and bones will be in the bones box. And then bones would be in the teeth box. Yeah. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for playing my game. <laughs> You're very good. Just going into a mysterious pep. Here I go. There's a little pool of water in the ground at the far end of this underground cavern. As you guys are rummaging through your pack looking for a water skin of some kind, from the wall to the west and from the wall to the east, two ghosts appear. There's a yellow ghost and a blue ghost. Your holy, holy light shines down as though there were a hole in the ceiling, engulfing blue ghost like a gigantic Pac-Man from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) And he completely evaporates. And there you stand, three moistened adventurers, some in the pool, some outside. Some in my pants. Light dancing off this pool that Roscoe has yet to pee in. Has yet to pee in. At this point, You guys have some time to kind of look around and evaluate your surroundings and analyze the events that have happened. In other words, I'm just going to tell you what the pool did. (laughs) All of you now have, for all of your weapons, since you just jumped right into this thing, 
and all of your armor because it all physically went right into the pool, a plus one bonus to all of the shit you're currently carrying. Yes. Okay. So any physical weapons and any physical armor is now worth one more point than it was before. Huh. That is what this pool was doing. That is your reward. Do we apply that to this? I already have like a plus two longsword. What? How the fuck did you get a plus two longsword? I didn't give that shit to you. Wait, never mind. That's my attack bonus. I have a plus one longsword now. And this is for as long as we're wet? Or do we know this? No, this is a permanent enhancement to your equipment. I wasn't actually expecting all of you to figure out the armor thing. It could be like every piece of armor you have has a plus one on it, but that's like a insane bonus to give you guys this early on. So it's just, we're just going to call it a plus one and say it's like whatever your chest, robe, whatever pieces for each Are we year. wearing armor or are we just I don't even like have armor. Clothes so. at this point. Roscoe, you've probably got yeah, you've got leather armor. It's the like fourth item in your sheet. So I'm going to change that description to leather armor plus one. For Melvin, you've probably got on some kind of wizardly robes or whatever. That's now plus one, whatever that is, your clothing. Okay. Um, to come up with something. And uh, just if I mean if there's nothing in there, put it in clothes. You you've got to have some like hard hide armor I've, or leather. I have common clothes. You don't have any armor on. Hang on, let me get your sheet open here. That's fucking. I probably nuts. did pee in this pool. I got pretty close to death. He <laughs> <laughs> came so close. Well, shit, you don't have any armor on. So your armor class can for sure improve if you go buy some fucking armor. But yeah, for right but now. But I can't wear armor really as a wizard. Um, you can wear certain kinds of, you can wear light armor, I want to say. Okay. If you have a proficiency. You can wear a Slayer t-shirt. You can wear an, that's Mike, what, I have plus one Crocs. You have plus one Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> plus one Crocs. Spectral totally. plus one Crocs. Totally write that shit down. You're never going to find a better pair of Crocs. <laughs> Colvick, you've got on scale mail, so yep. I'm already in your sheet, so I'm just going to change this for you right here. Well, I need to... Okay. So I don't uh, change the global, or do I keep the global at one? I you leave that. the global where it is. I just change that so that it's mm-hmm. a... Uh, um, so that you know. Basically, if you ever change out of that scale mail, okay. that bonus is then gone. Would we know if we put this um, water on anything else outside of the pool, would that also become a plus one? or? Uh, you have no way of knowing that right now. Okay. Well, we do have that water skin of it. I suppose. Yeah, we should take some. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we don't know if our swords will, like, will, will the effect wear off for us fighting ghosts. Maybe some of this water would be handy for... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and fill it with my water skin as well. Pac-Man water. I, I'll just, I'll tell you guys in advance here rather than disappointing you later on. So the effect on your weapons and your armor is permanent. Uh, when the water leaves this chamber, it will lose its effect. Okay. Oh, okay. Because basically, there's nothing else that's going to happen to you guys. You guys are going to get outside and discover that the water no longer feels tingly, essentially. Q&A time with our very good adventurers. Melvin, we're going to start with you tonight. And I want to ask Melvin, what does Melvin typically wear? What's Melvin's outfit normally like? So, actually, this is a question. Should we... Uh answer this in the first person or are we talking about our character uh, you know what whatever's more comfortable for you right okay. now it's it's we're not in gameplay yet, all right, so all right, all right. i can do either one i'll get in i'll try to you know get in get into melvin's skin here and and uh really see what makes him tick 
I'm just lazy as fuck. I'm a lazy wizard, so I'm going for comfort. That's why I grabbed the Crocs. Oh, well, yeah, we you all know? forgot the Crocs. The plus one Crocs. The plus one Crocs. So I'm, I'm all about comfort, man. So, I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not talking about a moo here. You know, I don't want to be a weirdo. But... <laughs> <laughs> want to be a weirdo. You know, but, you know, just some, some comfy, roomy pants. Um... You know, I'm not free balling or anything like that. So I'm not like wearing like a, I don't know, like the wizard dress robe as your type. Is your robe clean or is it like dirty from lazy? No, I, I like to be clean. Like I'm not wearing like I don't have uh, the anded equivalent of mustard or anything like that on my. <laughs> I do kind of, I do kind of picture uh, Melvin as particular. Yeah, he is particular. Particular. Yeah. So I, I don't imagine him ever being dirty. Oh. But yeah, the laziness, like, and the way you're, from where you're going right now, like, I'm imagining he's got a bathrobe, but it's got like wizard stars and and like moons <laughs> on it. <laughs> blue hearts, blue moons. <laughs> <laughs> what color is his robe? Uh, I'd say it's like a like a, a, a light blue, like a baby blue. The most yeah. lazy of the colors. Yeah. Okay. A, a soothing. <laughs> it's the laziest color. <laughs> is it the laziest? <laughs> it's the blue. Lazy uh, <laughs> kind of a lazy blue. <laughs> is it, what color is that? <laughs> blue. <laughs> blue. It's all right. Trying to be bluer, but <laughs> can't hard. work up the gumption. Not on a Tuesday. So, and then, and that brings me to my second interview question for Melvin. Does he wear? Do you think he wears the same thing all the time? Or does he have like different outfits? Like maybe, maybe like an adventuring outfit and a casual outfit, or like. I would say, yeah, I think he's got an adventuring outfit and uh, and a casual about the house outfit, but they're both you know built for comfort. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, is, is, have... is the is the blue starry robe? Uh, is that the adventuring or the casual? I think that's his casual. That's his like at home robe. Gotcha. Does he have like a lucky? Uh, hat he always wears for playing pogs or something like that. I fucking the questions here. God damn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> continue, continue. You no, I'm good. I, I know my place. Uh, everybody gets one, man. Everybody gets one. <laughs> lucky hat. Uh, I think if you went to play pogs all the time, you want that lucky something. People have sunglasses. I don't know. I don't think he has like a hat. I don't think he's a hat guy. Mm. He's not like a, he's not like in the big pretentious, like, you know. I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> look at me. Look how plain my fucking hat is. He's, that's not him. I, you mean, I mean, because you do kind of got to try to be a hat guy. Right. You know, like mm. maybe not like a baseball cap guy unless you're a hipster. Yeah. But if you're wearing anything other than just like a straight up baseball cap or like, I don't know, maybe like a golf hat, you can kind of get away with that. But like, I mean, like nobody puts on a visor in the morning, and it, and it's like doesn't take a little bit of willpower to do that. Like right. a fedora, yeah, yeah, a fedora, especially no. a bowler. Oh. I saw yeah. a motherfucker wearing a bowler the other day. Like, oh wow, I'm sorry. Did you just step out of a time portal? In what city? <laughs> this city. Like, I think you're required in Minneapolis to punch him. <laughs> if I would have known, god damn it, it's city ordinance. If the, if the statutes were on my side what for that. What day was it? The referendum was on Tuesday. This <laughs> <laughs> was, was a couple of weeks back. It was warmer weather. It was pre-punching bowlers. Mm. Keep that in mind, though. He's lucky this time. I mean, if you see a, if you see somebody wearing a bowler in winter, like you're making an active choice to be cold and uncomfortable so that you can wear a bowler. Do they have a mustache? Yes. Oh, Ooh, you have yeah, to. get a mustache. Wow, that's an expensive... Get a mustache, and I'm not shitting you, suspenders. Oh, he's pushing it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was, it was totally... Uh, fucking, what is that shit? I can't remember anything. Cosplay? 
No, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Did he have, I mean, eye, like, really long eyelashes on one eye? But I don't think he was doing that. I think he was just, like, that making was what he thought were legitimate fashion choices. <laughs> like, where the fuck do you even buy a bowler? Uptown. Really? Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. In the you bowler want, district? In the bowler? bowler? I can get you a bowler. <laughs> Hell. Ship it in from Portland. <laughs> I got it. All right. All right. Um, tangents. So, so, anyway... Yeah, Mel- Melvin's not for wearing uh, big pretentious hats. If, if he's wearing a hat, it's because his hat's cold, and uh, he'd like to put something on it to warm it up. In the wintertime, <laughs> maybe he's got one of those big floppy ear hats. He totally does, yeah. <laughs> like the Minnesotan, uh, you know, where it's all fuzzy in the front and the big floppy fuzzy f- There's like a whole sheep inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do wizard robes have pockets? Oh, yeah, there's totally pockets on. I don't know if... If uh, standard, I don't know if standard issue wizard robes have pockets, but Melvin's. Yeah, I feel like you've got pockets. You've got at a minimum the two big front pockets, so you can have hands in there, and then like you probably have like a bazillion <laughs> other pockets everywhere. They're, they're not like with like potions and whatever. They're not like the huge like mom jeans pockets or anything like that. <laughs> I, I like to imagine Melvin having um hand holst- hand holsters still for his finger guns. Mm. So he has like special side ones That's and when he's in battle and then other ones, he's just cozy and cool. <laughs> yeah, I could dig that. Yeah. Maybe you've got a syrup holster inside like the left sleeve. <laughs> Buddy syrup, the elf. Uh, syrup holster. <laughs> Do you have any syrup? No, it's okay. I've got my own. <laughs> he's got a he's got a spoon holster for soup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe like a holster for your own special blend of soup spice. Soup spices. Always on the command, ready mm-hmm. to go. You never know when you're going to need to make some soup. Let's... uh. Let's uh, divert, divert yeah, some of this on. attention to... Uh, uh, no center of attention there for too long. Roscoe. Uh, Roscoe, I want to know what kind of a drunk is Roscoe? Is he like happy or angry? Is he buzzed? Is he sloppy? Is he blackout? Maybe he starts happy and up sarcastic and bitter. He starts happy, but that's just to disguise his pain from his parents being turned inside out. You get him too blasted. And then his like real thoughts are gonna come out. Mm-hmm. His real bitterness, his anger. Is it, he, does he like lash out once in a while? Maybe not physically necessarily, but like I'm gonna fucking tell you what I think of you, kind of person. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Is he an alcoholic? No, no. So he's not drunk all the time. No. But every once in a while, the darkness overwhelms him. He just likes to tie one on from time to time. Mm, yeah. He's got to do something well. Melvin plays Pogs. Fucking A. Yeah. yeah, you're only good for two or three shots in a night, and uh, after that, it's just drinking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. Do you think uh, he he gets sad when Melvin plays Pogs? Like, you oh. know, like his buddies, you know, not not playing Pogs with them or not hanging out with them? Or... No, Pogs aren't really my jam to play, but I do enjoy watching. Watching is my thing. Oh, uh, you, you like to watch? I like to watch. <laughs> and so, bat. I'll bet. Sometimes from the closet, usually with a Superman <laughs> costume on. <laughs> <laughs> Your hand might be doing whatever it's doing. <laughs> in a massive bed, in the massive duck. <laughs> Kolvik? Kolvik, the people want to know, inquiring minds want to know, how did your first shake turn out? Oh, man. That's I weird. mean, like, and, and, uh, you know, and what like, were the ingredients? You I see, that's that's where I'm. That's the key so secret right now. I'm not sure if I'm really able to tell you guys. Oh, I it's mean, a secret it's, ingredient. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, I don't know if I really. 
I'm never drinking one of your shakes. <laughs> I mean, the strong, there's a, there's a strong implication of what is in the shakes. And yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's a mystery. I don't want to clear up just yet. I feel like we got to help you make them. <laughs> <laughs> this shake is salty. It's salty. <laughs> but, you know, but so, no, but, but, I, but I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it earlier today when I was kind of coming up with the questions here. And I was like, you know, because some people, like the the first mm-hmm. thing they cook or the first, you know, painting they make or whatever. It was actually. It turns out brilliant. Or some people, it's like, this is fucking terrible. I have to get better. Which side do you think? Which side was that? The was first that shake was the best shake. It was an accident shake. There's usually about uh, four ingredients involved. So I had the first three and finally, just, it's a protein shake. So the protein fell in and it was an accident. <laughs> best, one, <laughs> best one yet. And I've been trying to recreate it since. Like, like accidentally it fell in there? Like was it like a ballistic? <laughs> yeah. Like what kind of trajectory do it take? It, it, was, it was more one of those. <laughs> yeah, Holy was, shit, did you slow roll that? Oh my yeah. God. God damn. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was, it was the first one was an accident. The best one. Trying to recreate it since, but... We're trying it. Same recipe, same ingredients. Just so. Do right. you make? Are your shakes savory or sweet? I think the secret is you have to eat more pineapple. <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they umami? Uh, umami. The new flavor sensation from Japan. Umami. <laughs> um, I would tell you they're uh, sweet and savory. S- sweet and savory at the it's, same time. Yeah. All right, let's all just oh, take man. note for a moment that he didn't say salty. All right. I'm just I, throwing it out there that yeah. he didn't say salty. Sweet and savory. Everybody has a different taste in their mouth. That's the secret of the dark seed shake. It's different for everyone. I don't know if I want your taste in my mouth. <laughs> oh man, I'm not. Gonna, all right, I'm not going to tell that joke. All right, so I kind of, you know, and I kind of like that. I like that as a like a a background story thing or whatever. Like you're. That's that's your one of your hidden arcs is that as a character is that you're trying to recreate that perfect shake. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't can do it, man. You can't chase do that dragon, you, baby. You've been making a shake. What's that? Chase that dragon. Chase that dragon. You've not ah. been able to recreate that most perfect <laughs> so, <small> shake. So, <laughs> so do you drink a lot of your own shakes? To, <laughs> to, like Steve Bannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily, my as you can tell, like as we've been adventuring, I haven't really given out many other shakes, and so I've given out the cards, but. You got to get the right ingredients. I've been lacking some lately, so I haven't been able to work on it, which has been a shame. So is that a yeah? Well, if you tell us what missing, we can keep our eyes up. I can't tell you. I can't. I don't trust you guys that much. Ooh. I mean, I trust you with my life, but not with my shake ingredients. Mm. So wow, that's like a whole other level of tier of trust there. It is. Mm. It is shake recipe trust. But why is it? Why? Yeah, I do. I get a lot of my own. <laughs> 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 you see these muscles? <laughs> so, oh god! So, so, but why? Why is your shake? Okay, I'm not even supposed to be asking questions. I'm just. Why is your shake recipe so valuable to you? To you? Why is it? Why is it so deeply I think, special? I think uh, because it's mine. It's what I created, and okay. so I'm not really 
not really wanting to share it to the world. It's something for me in a world of me always giving, giving. But this one's mine. I got it. Okay. You're, you're a giver. You got to receive once in a while. It's... <laughs> <laughs> You do, huh? <laughs> just someday when, when Kolvik is super sad, he's going to come downstairs or come out of the bathroom or something, and you guys are each going to be like, we made you a shake <laughs> Tis better to give than to receive. Don't be sad. It took both of us to make it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shake and bake. Hell. That just happened. Shake and bake. No more shake and bake. Huh, huh. El Diablo. All right. Adventure. Adventure ring. Adventure. So you had successfully cleared out a graveyard. You solved a riddle. You killed some ghosts. You got yourself some plus ones on all kinds of stuff. The joy was meant to be shared around. As per your mission, you were supposed to go back into town and spend some money and tell your story. You get back into town later that evening. You stop by the Hugging Squirrels first. Yes. Rod happens to be sitting up at the bar. And uh, and you tell him about your adventure. You tell him about solving that riddle and fighting off those ghouls and ghosts. He's, he's pretty grateful uh, to you guys. You know, even though Desire is no longer in town, he, uh, at some point in those intervening days, you guys had explained out what had happened because he was obviously curious, right? So you would talk to him. You let him know that you didn't kill her, you know, that she left. Uh, and so he was grateful because he knows that you could have very easily just butchered her and gotten a bunch of money for it. It's true. Because of that, because he knows that you guys are building up your fame in the town, um, he decided to uh, agree to write a song about your adventures and your exploits. So he's going to work up a little ditty for you to, to try and help spread your name around. He's a swell Ooh. guy. Well, thank you, Rod. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Like Rod or Aegis that hired us? Aegis was the one that actually hired you. Rod's the, the loot player. Okay. Uh, you guys have, so you guys have a good... You have a good night at the Hugging Squirrels and drinking so, and telling the story to a few different people you know each kind of in your own way you're each at a different table and you you had that 50 gold that you got from Aegis and you guys are just spreading this around like throwing out Fliff like a sultan buying drinks making merry do you have a question? oh I was gonna say how we uh, what's our reputation around town are we kind of being known or is our name whispered are we not yet not yet you're thinking that maybe after tonight especially if you get a song written about you I mean that's pretty cool All so right. you know you guys had had a minor reputation in the town. People knew probably who you were. You had a couple of customers here and there before this, but you didn't have like a major reputation. Minor so, like Roy Mars interested in us? <laughs> what? Ooh. I don't know. Who Ooh. <laughs> oh, uh, no, yeah. I'm not popular. Caught up with current events. Uh, Just kind of curious. Uh, you know, how did that song go? By, by any chance Would you it's have, not written yet mm -hmm. it's not written yet yeah I was gonna no, not say written yet. so he's I going to write a song story. Story. so we get to look forward to that in the future is what yep. you're saying we definitely get to hear that song in the future yeah. you know what I think Rod I, I would hoping Rod would maybe write down some things that he noted about us or what he said and so uh, you know, be cool. Here, here we'll take a we'll take a moment to do our first ever audience participation uh, I I would like a submission 
I really wasn't expecting to be put on the spot there. So I, I want an audience. How does it feel? Huh? How does it feel? <laughs> I, I'll fucking come up with a story for you guys on the. F- <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would love to. I would love to step uh, out of character for just a moment, or out of DM for just a moment, and say to our audience, our listening audience at home. We would love to see submitted lyrics or even performances of a song about the tale of Chimmy's Riddle and the Vijats solving thereof in the uh, Battle of the Ghosts. And uh, mm. if, we, if we get a submission that we like and, uh, and whatnot, we will include it in a future episode. Should be about Brave Brave. Sir Melvin, the wizard. <laughs> and his two lackeys. What the fuck? Come on. Nah. Uh. I guess people can express their bias. Who knows? We might have favorites by now. It's true. So that's your evening at the Hugging Squirrels. And as the evening presses on, you decide you want to spread the love around a, a little a little lower, let's say, and head on down to the Broken Egg. So people, we, just, we just keep going? Oh, man, yeah. The party's yeah, yeah. just... So we gotta be just shit faced by now. <laughs> yeah, are, it's it's getting it's getting to be that time, and you guys aren't maybe drinking quite as heavily as you could. I mean, you're celebrating, you're making merry, but Melvin's drinking fermented apple juice over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not drunk. I'm not drunk. You're not. I'm pretty sure Roscoe is definitely shit faced. Dilly dilly. What the fuck was the noise? The signal noise? Yeah. <laughs> You're just running around doing that the whole time. Anytime either of these two, like, they get to that point in the story and they just point at you. And you... <laughs> oh, man. So the people that know you, I mean, because you guys know at least a handful of the regulars. and I mean, they're cheering and they're, you know, they're all excited for you. And you know, anybody that wasn't your friend before now is starting to become your friend because you guys are spreading the love around. You're throwing this money everywhere. Huzzah. All kinds of merriment, right? So you've been there for about an hour. And Melvin, you see Sabin and he sees you. You guys lock Ooh, eyes from across the room. Ooh. I hate that fucking guy. He gives you a creepy smile and just tilts his head towards the pogs table what do you do oh i'm all in where are your pogs it's on oh he's got he's got wizard wizard pockets for travel pogs yeah mm-hmm. my travel pogs my my travel slammers That's all right boys looked like you had some victory tonight let's see if you can keep the run going can you keep it up young man i don't know we're gonna find out i need uh i need a refresher though what was the I lost a couple times, several times, and I lost some pretty important slammers. Yeah. I drew so, a picture of one, I think, somewhere. Oh, is it the coffin knockers? The coffin knockers. So, the, knockers. so the, the, two, the two slammers that he's got of yours right now are the copper knockers and uh, the rigid rainbow. Oh, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. the rigid rainbow. And the one you initially lost, right, when you guys were one and one? No, the copper, well, shit, I'm going to have to go back and make some continuity checks, but I think he had already won the copper knockers from you. And then the time that we like actually role played out. Is that okay. a picture of it? This one says this has the crossed the slammer of crossed boners. And <laughs> 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 ivory inlaid with gold cum. <laughs> oh my god. You, you drew this? When did you draw this? <laughs> when we were doing it last week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so there's for the audience. Uh, <laughs> there's Two squirting boners that are crossed. <laughs> so apparently this is what happens when you actually cross the streams. 
That's your slammer. And these aren't urine streams, I'm guessing. These are something much worse. Well, it says it's gold cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says it right on it. I feel like you would have done the cum out of ivory. I mean, I'm just, just stating a preference here, you know. <laughs> an okay. artist, it, we'll call it an artistic opinion. It's, okay, Mr. Artisan. This is what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, how many of these have you commissioned over your 227 wizardly years, right? I mean, it's it's hard to say. You know, I got a I got a good collection up in my locked Pogs room. Hard meat to say. Yeah. So um, I want to try to get back either or both of my uh, very treasured slammers. So so he has with him the copper knockers. So he's hanging on to the rigid rainbow. Well, he does. He just doesn't have it with him. Oh, okay. You know? So you can maybe like challenge him to say have a have a battle for that one later on or something like that. But he has with him the copper knockers, and in fact, he is feeling so bold. He wants to play. He's going to use the copper knockers to play against Ooh. you. Ooh. Oh man! It's, uh-huh. it's like, is that like my kryptonite? Like using my own slammer against me? No, it's you know, That's it's just like. Insult. It's it. I mean, it's like grabbing your dick at someone. Apparently, it was for, uh... <laughs> at him. So, so, you, so he's. Good. I mean, it's it's a bold move. He's he's rubbing it in your face. Uh, he's 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 like thumbing the copper knockers at you, uh, and the implication is he wants to play for slammers. So is uh, um, do I have any oh. of those pogs left over? Where uh, basically there's oh. Saban on them with you know a wang in his mouth. Yep. Okay. You've still got some of those, and uh, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna mix this one up uh, this time just because I've already put you on the spot a bunch of times with this. I'm gonna say Kolvik, what what's the slammer that he's got with him? What's the travel slammer that that uh, uh, Melvin's got with him this time? Um, how long have you had this slammer for? This slammer I've had for you know since you were. Uh... Since you were pretty young, probably close to when I first met you and, and wow. you kind of entered in my life. So, mm. you recognize it, you know, because you've, you've had opportunities to snoop around in my secret pogs room. So, you know, you've seen this one before. This one, this one's kind of memorable for you. It's the face. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's the face that <laughs> Melvin's parents gave you on a pog when you made them shit themselves. When their guts came out of them, you had a... Good God, I man. Know. Yeah, I'll give you an opportunity and you just went to hell with it. Holy shit. Good Lord. That's an important piece. You made a commemorative pog <laughs> slammer out of turning fucking Roscoe's parents inside out? That's it's the fucking fr- dark. <laughs> Holy shit. And I just carry this around? <laughs> like... <laughs> you have... Okay, we're, that's, this is what we're doing. That's fucking canon now, man. All Here right. we go. All right, so you're playing with the... Man, I am an asshole for starters. Like, <laughs> going out and getting that pug, like, and depicting this terrible scene on... Well, you know, That's a permanent first, piece of art. Maybe it's something I've... different to you. Maybe it's not commemorating. Maybe it's like a... Uh, you know, like, you, you hold on to that as a, as a painful memory. Maybe you're secretive about it. Maybe you don't tell anybody what it really is. Maybe it's hard to tell what it is just from the image. But you know that that's what happened. And we'll leave it up to you to decide if you did it to celebrate or if you did it to remember or whatever else. I mean, the, the real question is, am I going to gamble with this thing? Am I going to take the chance of giving this away to save it? Like, obviously, this is pretty important to me. So what I would just 
up and put this as a ante in a Pogs game on a fucking Pogs game on a fucking well Pogs you know it means a lot to you but I, I will say the other thing is that you had this because you guys basically came straight from your adventure and this Pog this Slammer rather it was in that magical pool it is a plus one Slammer you know you know what I think uh, I think this Slammer is a is a reminder so it's a reminder for me of some of my past misdeeds and um, you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say maybe that has maybe that has something to do with one of the reasons why maybe I don't drink. I don't know. Maybe. Dun dun dun. Yeah, you never really stated how long you have not drank for. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and has never stated necessarily whether there was or was not uh, previous drinking to that, but mm-hmm. there seems to be an implication. Huh. Dun dun dun. Listeners, welcome to our darkest episode yet. And don't worry, there's a lot more to come. Just wait till you see what we named this thing. Hey, by the way, we're on Tumblr now. Blogging over there, just straight blogging. I'm going to be honest, I'm still learning how to use Tumblr. So hopefully by the time you found us there, there will actually be some interesting content available. That's the vget.tumblr.com. Uh, we'll see. Social media is not my strong suit. You can also get involved with our conversation on Twitter. Use hashtag VGATEAM, hashtag VGATEAM, to tweet about us. Anyone using that hashtag or at mentioning us has a chance of having something in the show named after them. I'd like to thank Tannis Half Elven for the review on iTunes and for referencing those awesome books. You know who you are. I hope you keep listening, and I hope you keep enjoying the show. For anyone that hasn't yet, we really appreciate reviews and five-star ratings on reviews. It really helps spread the word, and perhaps more importantly, it makes us feel like we're doing something worth doing. So we're on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Castro. I, I don't know. I'm sure there's more coming. Uh, yeah, we actually set up a brand new one tonight, actually. We're on MySpace. All of these links and more can be found on our website, thevgat.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T.com. Even if you don't follow us on social media, we're glad that you're listening. We hope you're enjoying the show. And that's about all I can think of for today, so I'll let you get back to enjoying the show. We've kind of set it up so the pa or the slammers are valuable. But is it the is it the slammers or the or the pogs that are actually valuable? Both can be valuable. The the slammers have varying value. I think I don't know if we've established a value for any individual slammer at this point. I think we've said maybe like five or ten gold for some one or two of them, and then the pogs themselves are worth about a silver apiece. Yeah, I would say sl- slammers would have value because they have more heft. They can be made out of like precious metal or precious whatever. metals and yeah. rare, rare materials. Masks. Okay. All right, Saban, fucking guy. Let's fucking fucking guy. Let's do this. Let's, uh, I'll make a wager with you, dirty old man. Ooh, ooh, side action. <laughs> Still side action. Are you gonna? What are you gonna throw down? You're gonna. I'm I assuming got, you're betting on Melvin. Ten gold on the fucking wizard. God damn. Colvick. Well, it's probably late in the evening, so drunker than I usually am, stumble over, and I whip out ten as well. Ten on the wizard. Doubling down, 20 on the wizard. So Saban, Saban's got some of his cronies there, and between the, the two cronies he's got behind him, they, they match your bet. So we got, we got 10 each. 
10 each on the wizard. You've got So you what did we do last time? We said it was your it was your proficiency bonus and your dexterity? Is that what we said? As a because it came, it came out to be a plus four, if I remember right. As a yeah. bonus to the roll, right? Yeah. So this time, so we're gonna say this time you've got a plus. Oh, and shit, your proficiency went up, didn't it? Uh, no, I don't think our proficiencies went up last time. Is it not? Oh, the, no, fuck, that's level five. Yep. All right. So you've got you've got this. Uh oh, shit, and the magical we water. To, we need to name this one. Yeah, that's the important thing. What, well, Why don't or, you name this terrible slammer that I have? <laughs> <laughs> this dark, dark, dark slammer. <laughs> the silver shitter. <laughs> <laughs> that moment in your life. <laughs> the adoption. <laughs> oh. Oh. Or no, adoption I, papers. Call it adoption papers. I'll give that an ice cream tragedy. but Ice cream tragedy. I feel like it, I feel like it would be named something indirect so that Roscoe wouldn't know. He'll <laughs> <laughs> never figure this one out. <laughs> just, just another Sunday. <laughs> what do you think, Kolvik? What's you, you? You do get the ultimate privilege on this one because you came up with this. I do like how bad that went of adoption paper. <laughs> adoption papers. All right, so you're wagering adoption papers versus the copper knockers. You get a plus five. Saban's got a plus four. Oh, and you and you said you are using the. Uh... Apparently, I had some leftover pogs from where I had Saban's face imprinted with a penis. So um, he's he's not gonna see those the first time. So I'm just gonna do. You guys are just gonna do a straight d20 roll. Are you gonna roll in the thing? Or are you? Gonna yeah, I'll roll. On, I'll roll in the box. Roll in the box. <laughs> That's how I roll. All right, round one. Round one. Fight. It's a fourteen over here. That's an eight. Plus four? Is that what we're uh, saying? Eight plus five is going to be 13. So he Ooh. wins the first round. However... Fuck you, guy. However, as he hits these pogs, they slam, they scatter, and he's just surrounded with pictures of himself with a giant sausage in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to roll the second round at disadvantage to your throw. Oh, am I rolling two, by the way, or are you rolling two? Uh, because he's got disadvantage, he's rolling two. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh my god, I roll a three! But he rolled a three, so with your plus one, you win the second round. Woohoo! It is one to one. This is it? This, no, is, it. this is for no, the copper man. knockers and the adoption papers. Oh my god. And a bunch of fucking <laughs> save and eating Melvin. wiener. Don't look, roll that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're cursing yourself by looking. Uh, nine. I rolled a nine. Nine is enough. You fucking won! Saban slams Ooh. down the copper knockers. All right, now you roll a uh, a d10 to see how many um see how many pogs you took from him. Well played, hard mate. Thank you, thank you. Rebel, rebel seven, rebel. seven pogs. You took seven pogs. So the ten that you had, we actually should. I don't. I, we haven't been keeping track of how many pogs you have. But nope. Are they in your inventory? <laughs> Uh, I don't keep track of them like that, no. I, I can, though. We'll start figuring out a way to track them at some point here. But you just won seven pogs, additional pogs from him. So the ten that you had put up for stake. And then, you, I mean, you just destroyed him in this round. You took all but three of the pogs. Very nice. And you reach over and claim the copper knockers. Saban says, ah, It looks like it's a day of victory all around for hard meat. 
<laughs> I can't believe I wagered the adoption papers. <laughs> That's how about you buy us a drink, old man? It's a, he, he's got a little bit of a smile on his face because uh, you know it's like I said. There's there's a there's a rivalry here, but it's you know it's a kind of a good rivalry. And he, ah, another round on the house, and he throws down and, and uh, a round of drinks for all of you. Ooh, yes, to Saban. To Saban. But more to Melvin. To Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you uh, clutch the adoption papers a little harder, slide them into your pocket. So we won 10 gold, eh? Yeah, we did. Yes, you did. Your wager was successful for each of you. How many pogs did I win? You, uh, so you had, I don't know, I guess you would have probably had like, I would imagine you'd be carrying 20 on a regular basis. So you won seven, so you'd have 27 on you now. At some point, you and I'll secretly roll for how many pogs you have back in the in the collection at home. But oh man, I'm so old. I have to have tons of pogs. Yeah, it's like it's sagging the house down on that side. Your dark matter slammer that's up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to have the thing in like a special safe or something like that. A slammer to end worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna be when you guys get up to level twenty, and it's like the big grand finale. And I do have a grand finale planned out for you guys. It didn't have pogs in it before, but it fucking does now. You're going to have to slam... The world. Just somebody's <laughs> life away? Slam somebody's life away. God, that would be a devastating critical. Like, <laughs> slam somebody right now. <laughs> you know, and actually, speaking of criticals, I'm going to throw this out there. I have not completed this yet, but just so you guys are aware, one of the things that I'm going to throw in uh, is... Um, a permanent injuries table. Okay. So what's going to happen over time is if a monster gets a critical hit against you, you're going to roll the percentile dice, which is the the two D10s, basically. Um, one's got the 10s digit and one's got the regular digit. So you'll roll that, and like 80% of the time, nothing's going to happen. But the remaining 20% of the time, it's going to range from like, oh, you drop whatever you were carrying to like, you lose a hand. Oh. Well. So, I'm still working out the percentages because I don't want it to be too terrible. But it's it's like, it's a it'll be a 20% chance of a 5% chance. So, I think that, what does that even work out to be? Like a quarter of a percent? You could have something terrible happen to you. I don't know. My math terrible, but ain't got no good maths. Hmm. So keep that in mind. That's another fan art thing. People drawing you guys with or without limbs and shit as you lose them. <laughs> Peni. What? That's, that's going to be in the table. <laughs> or penises. <laughs> I'm not sure. Critical hit. Oh, you lost your penis. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm not sure why my penis is exposed. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I want to be drawing it. <laughs> well, somebody could oh, like no. a piercing, a stabbing weapon could get you right in the base. <laughs> it just comes out with your penis. <laughs> Oh, uh, wicked band of penis stabbers! <laughs> <laughs> Sever that tendon by accident. <laughs> your, your penis is lengthened. <laughs> the, the, what was the name of it again? The penis enhancement tendon cutting surgery. Yep, I what can't a- remember. <laughs> Last episode. Yeah, there you go. That's the that's the. Uh, the tragic life-changing event in Roscoe's life. He can no longer <laughs> drink in a because he lost his weed. So that is the 
evening that you guys have. You had a great time over at the Hugging Squirrels. You had a great time down. You, you had, a, a, had an awesome victory in Pogs, celebrating a rally there. And uh, the evening starts drawn to a close. Anything else that you guys want to take care of now before adventuring continues on? I think we've had a good night. We had a pretty good run. That was a good couple of days. On Pogs, mm-hmm. money. Got, got money. Stuff. Got one of my slammers back. Mm-hmm. Although I had to do it by wagering, you know, a really important slammer. But uh, it was worth it. I guess if you want now, you can. The means, if you so. want now, you can put it away and never talk about it again. Or, or you can just keep it there and uh, I use it. I, um, you know, I I don't think I'm going to keep it with me because I won, but not by a lot. Yeah, that was yeah, it was tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was it was tight. It's tight. Roscoe almost belonged to Saban after that one. <laughs> I don't know if it I guess maybe in this world, Pog Slammers could be like a legal document. Don't they? Ownership? <laughs> Probably <man>. not. <laughs> well, this is your dad now. Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll give Stop. you a piggyback ride. <laughs> I, w- I wager Roscoe. Just this montage with Saban and Roscoe through, goes through his head. It's all happy going through a forest and holding hands. That would have been great. All right, so the evening draws to a close. You guys all go back to the shop. You have yourself a a nice, a nice quiet evening, and uh, or a quiet evening back at the place, and kind of pat each other on the back, and everybody goes to bed. The following morning, you wake up. Everybody gathers downstairs and makes breakfast and enjoys their meal and whatnot. Mm. Roscoe, you've got. You got kind of a bad feeling, and uh, it occurs to you that this entire evening last night, you didn't see Lexi anywhere. Oh, shit. You didn't, uh, you didn't, you know, opt to uh, look for her services or anything, so it's not like you were seeking her out, so it didn't, it just kind of slipped your mind throughout the evening, but now it's the next day, and you realize you didn't see her at all, and that's uncommon. It's an oddity. I shouldn't have drank so much. I'm a GD investigator. I don't know how that got by me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the dice drop here. The dice drop. Yeah, I should probably go check it out. Done with my coffee. With my filthy medieval breakfast. <laughs> Lardoons and dragon eggs. <laughs> are, there, are there dragons in this world? Oh, god damn right. There's dragons in this world. Can we get their eggs to eat for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's something that you can get casually. <laughs> Just go down to the side, dude. Going down to the dragon farm. Get a few eggs. <laughs> you know, I mean, can you, I mean, imagine like what a dragon egg probably would probably be like the size of a Volvo. Like you could feed a town omelets on one dragon egg. <laughs> uh, I'll have mine over easy. All right, fellas, you want to go check this out with me? Or are you going to hang out at the shop? I'm going to um, walk out. What would, you, what would you like? Like a studio? Like you can hang back. Certainly. We should uh, split the group. I mean, it's just going down to check it out, so it shouldn't be any harm. Right? I mean, there's no reason to be alarmed at this point, right? Uh, I don't really. Mm-hmm. You don't really know anything. We don't really know anything. You just have a weird feeling. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah, after last night, I'm probably feeling a little bit of a, a headache. So I probably wouldn't want to go down to a bar just to so I noticed, check out some mistress. So I noticed that you're kind of quiet in the morning. And uh, so I asked you, I can't, what's, what's, on, what's going on? What's on your mind? 
Well, I didn't see Alexei at all. I didn't bone her last night, so it didn't occur to me to look for her. <laughs> like, since I'm a scum pig, that's all I think about Alexei oh. Flores boning. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's a little bit of an attachment there. No, know? there is. There's an attachment. I mean, she's... You've, like... Uh, I would say it's gone all the way down to, like... You probably, like, played with her daughter a little bit. And, like... You know, there's a bond oh, there. She's got a daughter? That's news. It is weird that she wasn't uh, at the Hugging Squirrel, though, that we didn't see her at all. Broken egg. Broken egg, yeah. We started... See, oh. you're so drunk and hungover. We started at the Hugging Squirrels. Oh, shit. And you don't even remember. We ended at the uh, at the Broken Egg. By the way, you won some money last night, and then you said you are going to give it to me this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Yeah, you won 10 gold last night. Mm-hmm. You remember that time 20 years ago when I forwarded you on your allowance? <laughs> <laughs> Melvin never gave him an allowance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go down to the broken egg and see what's what. All right. Do you need, need us to tag along at all? Can if you want. Okay. I'm going to stay, hold back, and nurse this head and do some hiatus work. Where, uh, where are you heading to? Broken egg. I'll head with you. I'll get a coffee. Yeah, I bet, you know, I would imagine they've got like a sweet, sweet coffee bar set up for the mornings. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'll stay back and make some shakes. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to come home and find out. Making shaking. No better cure for a hangover than making shakes. Making uh, making <laughs> dark seed shake. <laughs> it feels so good to make these shakes. <laughs> <laughs> so so the two of you, Melvin and, and Roscoe, you head down to the you French down to the making sewers. shakes the little death. <laughs> <laughs> it's all getting all poetic about it. <laughs> so uh, so you guys head down to you head down to the sewers and you make your way to the broken egg. And, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the early morning crowd down there. It's, I mean, you know, it's a bunch of kobolds that, uh, that make their daily living down in the sewers, cleaning and tunneling and all the rest of it. So they're just the, the work a day kobolds down there and they're getting their morning coffee before uh, starting the day. You look over and you see Grank is the, uh, is the bartender, uh, the morning, you know, let's, let's get fancy here. Uh, the morning barista. Uh, he's behind the counter, slinging up those lattes and pumpkin spice and whatnot. Does he have a cobalt bun? He's got a <laughs> he's got a cobalt bun for sure. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a little tuft of hair up on the top, and it's all done up in this tiny little bun with a tiny little like leather thong. And uh, you guys, so you guys walk over, and he's like, "What's up, my buddies? Could you get some coffee? <laughs> oh, I got everything you need to make that right here. Oh my god! Looking for Lexi, Grink." Uh, he says, uh, I don't, she's part of the night crew. I don't really know, but, uh, I think I saw Mia in the back. You could talk to her. All right. Do you want your coffee? Okay, never mind. Uh, I'm going to get a coffee and just chill out in right. the general area. You get a coffee, hang out. There's a bunch of kobolds with, like, bib overalls on around you. Are you chatting with them? Are they your friends? No, they're not. <laughs> also, no, also no. I get I just get like a normal coffee, just like just a coffee black, straight black. I'm not getting like a you know half soy latte with skim whipped cream. It's got, it's, uh, got a nice dark roast for you. So you uh, you sit down with your coffee and you watch uh, Roscoe. I'm assuming walking into the back. Yeah, 
Mia, are you here? Go bang on the door, and she she comes in. Oh, hey, honey, how are you? Good morning. Feeling a little randy in the morning, are you? <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> Have you seen Lexi? You're such a dick. <laughs> So as soon as you see, have you seen Lexi? Uh, she, you can see her. I mean, her whole posture, her face, everything all changes. And she says, uh, she says, I think she's uh, traveling. All right, Mia. I don't think she's traveling. I think you want to tell me what's going on. Can't I can't I can't tell you. But I, uh, Carl's out watching Gracie right now. So you can he he's up by the playground. You can go talk to him if you want to find out more. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't tell you anything else. I'm not supposed to talk about any of it. Not supposed to talk about any of it. So I'm stepping into the room and I'm shutting the door behind me. Tell me what's going on. She's uh, are you, so you can try and intimidate her. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a little d20 there. Oh man, a passion. Uh, so you are not successful in intimidating her. Uh, she kind of stands up and she says, You're not the type to rough people around. I know who you are. I've seen you in here. You want to know more, you go talk to Carl. He's over at the playground. All right, fair enough. Thanks, Mia. She kind of straightens herself back up and gives a little huff as you walk out the room. But, you know, you can, you can tell she was a little rattled up. You know, there was something she's not supposed to talk about. Wizard, let's go talk to Carl. All right. Something's going on. Take this coffee to Maybe go, we please. ought to go get Kovic. You think it's uh, that serious? She seemed pretty uh, pretty alarmed. All right. Well, hopefully he's... How long has it been? You think he's done making a shake? That's what I was wondering. Hopefully we don't catch him in the middle of making a shake. I don't want to see a half-work penis. <laughs> is it a half-work down the middle or is it a half-work like, lengthwise? <laughs> It's like, it's like human on the left, work on the right. No, it's a, it's a swirl, <laughs> like a candy cane, like a candy cane of work. Goodness. Oh God! Look at this. Well, you guys are going to come with you, I guess, not really again in my room. It's more of a loft. Right, so, do you have you have a loft now? Well, no, I mean, it's it's the, like, the, I don't know where I'm staying. I forgot. Well, it's, he needs gravity the, to make a shake. So, <laughs> so, you guys are, so you've got, that it's just made me think. And so, <laughs> you kind of went to a dirty place and all I could, my head went, went right to like alchemy equipment. Like there's like, he needs like gravity <laughs> stuff to do it. Like, <laughs> Well, so the original talk was that you slept basically in like the in the, like your conference room. Yeah. Okay. Well, at that's the building. Like, so like you could build a loft in there. Maybe that. I mean, you just got ten extra gold last night. That's enough to buy some lumber. To build a loft. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He doesn't need any lumber. Well, he's got all the wood he needs. <laughs> there it is. I think that might be a goal. That's really cool. All right. Um, so, so we'll work on your loft later on. So, so you, you walk into the conference and you just see me with my back towards you, shaking my hand back and forth. And I turn around. I got my holy symbol in my hand. What's up, guys? Just do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait. The, the holy symbol of the guy shitting his own head out? Yeah. Is that the holy symbol? That? <laughs> that's that's <Okay>. what he... <laughs> what do you call him? The grimacing man? The grimacing man. Yeah. <laughs> you shake a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's on a little spring. 
<laughs> it's like the opposite of a bobblehead coming out of it. Is that how you... It's like a stress reliever for you? Or? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it really does it for me. And so, yeah. And I'm like, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Oh, we got some trouble with Lexi. Oh, my God. Talked to Mia down at the Broken Egg, and uh, she, she didn't want to talk about it, but she something was up. Like, uh, there may be blood, so maybe... All right. We go talk to Carl and see what's what. Where are we heading? Where's Carl? He's at the playground. Apparently, there's a playground in this town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys are learning all about this town. So, there's where you guys are is not terribly far from the market on the western side of town. And when you get further out, well, sorry. So, there's, there's a market not terribly far uh, from where you guys are. And going southwest of that, there is a playground. And it's where, like, you know, all the parents, when they go to the market, they'll leave their kids in the playground. They all play over there. And then further southwest of that, traveling further out of the town, is sort of like, eh, it's, you know, ghetto would be a strong word. There's not really anything that severe in a town this small. But it's, yeah, it's where the not necessarily very rich people or, you know, under underground prostitutes and things like that would probably shack up if they can afford to live above ground. Handicapped people. Yeah, handicapped people, people that have lost limbs and whatnot in apple gathering accidents i guess i don't know what there's not really like industry nobody loses like a fucking hand you know making lawnmowers in this town so maybe i still exploded making brandy yeah there you go so as you guys make your way towards this this poorer edge of town you get up to uh you get up to the playground you can spot her uh across the playground because lexi's daughter grace is she's i mean for one she's just adorable um and she's got purple hair just like her mom so you spot her across the playground and she comes running over to you because uh, she, you know, like I said, you guys have played together, you know, and she's, she's real happy to see you. She gives your leg a big hug and, you know, Roscoe, Roscoe, I was playing today and had a good time. I went down the slide like 60 times and you know, it's just like a little kid just start going off, being all adorable and cute and endearing and whatnot. And you can see over on a bench on, uh, on kind of the, the north side of the playground is Carl and you can see if not smell from where you are, that he's drunk. Um, what do you do? I'm really angry. Like, how how drunk is this guy? Like, you look across and you can see that he's not passed out necessarily, but he's slumped over. Like, he's sitting on a bench, but he's just, you know, head head down to his chin. People can't see what I'm doing because it's an audio podcast, but <laughs> like like chin on chest, he's slumped down. He's kind of shuffling a little bit every now and again and he's he's pretty wasted i walk over and i cuff him hard across the face it's like it slaps him it slaps him pretty good and he uh he sits over sideways on the bench and stares up at you just in in mute shock that you would cuff him like this out in public and this is hot carl right this is hot carl is he in hot carl uh apparel no, he's just in regular sort of street clothes. You've actually uh, probably never seen him just in regular civilian clothes. Okay. I'm just sitting back there. Damn! He just does a big old slap to the face. What are you doing with Grace, Carl? I'm watching her. What are you doing here? I'm looking for Lexi. And here you are with Grace, a drunker than Hooter Jones. <laughs> 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 I spent so much time building this up to be the serious
Episode 8, Adoption Papers, was released on December 24, 2017. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next week for another episode of The Very Good Adventuring Team.